Revelator Podcast Network listeners, we're calling on you. We could use your help. We're courting our very first sponsor for the network. We're working with Manscaped over on Kyle's Valheim Bulletin. If you haven't subscribed to that show, make sure you do. It's a wonderful video game. I, I could talk about it forever. What I'm here to tell you about is that you can get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using the code KVB, like Kyle's Valheim Bulletin, right? So KVB, do that. Get yourself one of their new products. They just sent me the Lawnmower 4.0 that just came out here in May, and it's really, really nice. So check it out. If you got a guy in your life that you want to buy these for or anyone that you want to send these to, they got a whole range of products up there going on now. Use code KVB. You're literally helping the network and this show grow by doing that. Get 20% off, free shipping, KVB, like Kyle's Valheim Bulletin. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. Kyle here, and you are listening to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. I'm back this week just to share a very quick episode. Um, You guys know I'm in the middle of a move back to Pennsylvania starting uh, here in July. So things are really, really crazy when it comes to booking U-Hauls and all that. Turns out it's a really crazy, hectic time to move in midsummer. That being said, really, really excited with the feedback to the show. I really appreciate everyone that has had such great interest in it and that's been appreciating the story. We'll continue to keep this show about full disclosure, sharing the good and bad of the industry. I thought today's episode would be very timely to talk about something. Um, Ashney Christ, one of the kind of stream coaches that's out there, I know she's moved a little bit away from just doing Twitch, uh, but as I'm coming back into the scene, I saw her posting some complaints about the Twitch exclusivity contracts that they do with partners. I think this is really, really interesting because... As a partner, I don't even know how severe some of these contracts are. Um, Apparently, in some cases, people aren't allowed to stream anywhere off of Twitch in a live stream. Now, my understanding has always been that, you know, if it's 24 hours after your last um, stream, you can put that content up to YouTube or something. But I myself wasn't even aware of any kind of exclusivity that partners, myself included, may not be able to stream on YouTube just totally to the side. Um, I, I think Ashney's partner manager or it was someone in one of the replies to her said that they couldn't even stream on Instagram live without being considered in violation of the, the contract. Brings up a really, really, really good topic that Twitch is wildly, wildly overstepping in a market that they're not really doing anything to incentivize keeping. Um, the, the the streaming industry, as I see it, got a lot of boom around the 2019 window, but with everyone working from home and all that, myself taking a break from Twitch last year, it, it just didn't really feel like a year of good growth or great things for that system. DMCA issues, all of that hitting, getting worse, trolling, getting worse. Twitch does not have a good reputation for themselves. This is a guy that still streams on Twitch saying this, right? It's not my fault that they're giving themselves a black eye nine out of seven days of the week. Like, (laughs) you're inventing time to screw it up sort of situation. And they constantly do, which tells me that there's just bad management at the top, that it's probably not going to get any better for us as streamers in the next forever. Uh, Sorry to be really pessimistic about it, but I just... Something would have to come through that would really revolutionize it. And right now, it seems like companies like Twitch have streamers right where they want them, which is on the defensive. We're always running and hiding and reacting and praising them for any time we get a handout, even when it's a really 
dismal handout and does very, very little for us. That That's how I see a lot of Twitch. I mean, again, this is a guy that was a really excited Twitch partner in 2019, but through a lot of letdown of working with them, like my partner manager just not responding and then ultimately abandoning me, it's very hard. Actually, I would say impossible to sing any positive praises of Twitch. Um, there are things that work on the platform very, very well. It's a great place to get established to make money. Uh, it's a great place to find a gaming audience that you might be interested in, but it is a very specific audience and it tends to be very, very clicky. That has a lot of downsides, meaning it's hard to transfer that audience to other platforms, hard to work, um, hard to get some of their interest outside of just video gaming. This is me speaking in super, super broad generalities and broad strokes here. But I think a lot of people that have experimented with, with this stuff would say there's some modicum of truth to it that, again, Twitch just has a very, very, very strong and intentionally designed culture. What we're hitting up against, though, again, is this idea that the culture isn't benefiting us, the streamers. It's really a one-way street, or it, it seems like it's becoming such more and more and more and more and more. Ashley Christ pointed out that the affiliate contracts, with, with how many perks the affiliates are getting these days, this is not to say that affiliates deserve less, by the way, not at all. Um, but the fact that affiliates are getting more and more and more and the partner program is so restrictive and is not getting more and more and more. Ashney's point was that the only thing you really get out of being a partner at times is you can have uh, extra emotes. And the transcoding thing is kind of a wash because other platforms do that for free. It's a, it's a strange world. I, I guess the ultimate answer is the partner contract to me, as I've been looking at last couple days, does seem highly out of date. I'd be curious if I have people out there listening that are still really shooting for partner. The name of the show was Path to Partner because back when I created this in 20, I think it first aired in 2017, and then we re-picked it up in 2019, Path to Partner was all about the excitement of becoming a Twitch partner. I, I think I had rebooted it shortly after, uh, maybe it wasn't just shortly, but it was a little bit after I got my partnership. It seemed like a good time to come back around to the show. Uh, Nate was my co-host back then, so it just fit. But as, as I've really lost faith in the Twitch vision, I find myself coming to the show in a wholly different way. And I, I, I've gotten that great feedback from all of you saying you're enjoying it. I hope that's fitting. I hope you see it as fitting too. This isn't to talk anyone out of their dream of becoming a, a Twitch partner, but it is, I guess this is me actually giving almost like coaching advice, but from the, uh, from the sidelines of someone who got really battered and bruised in the field, who did it, who made a lot of money off of it really quickly and then lost it all in a month. And that's what's wild about Twitch, again, is I made my highest dollar amount in the month of May and then completely stopped making money off the platform under $200 a month by August, all because of a smear campaign. Like that is, that is when we call Twitch a volatile market or a volatile economy, volatile income. That is, that is what the volatility is right there, is that it, it literally can make you and break you overnight. So we talk about being careful. Got to talk about, you know, we talked boundaries in our last one. We actually told my story two episodes ago. So if you guys want to hear more of that, I try and keep it a little bit coy. You know, I don't like to slander people outright, but I do want this audience to be hyper aware because you're the audience that will get screwed with this type of stuff. Specifically, you, the streamer who's listening to me right now going, I don't think I'm going to get screwed by this. Neither did I. Neither did I. And it wasn't like I gave up a lot of control either. So go back and listen to those, the boundary stuff. This one, again, is still about control, though, right? We're talking Twitch control. How much do they as a company affect it? 
Well, I, I again, as a partner, was kind of let into this loop. And my partner manager that I got assigned one year after becoming a partner, I think it was, over a year. Yeah, it was over a year that that clicked in. Because 2019, and I didn't get that manager till spring 2020. Yep, yep, yep. So that was a solid year. Uh, and it was really, really disappointing. He was very disappointing. I, I just like to say that those partner managers are in a really, really weird position. They are supposed to really act like your friend and like they're helping you. But it becomes really clear when you start asking serious questions that they have a very limited amount of patience, care. And I think most of all, I think there's like a restriction over them. So why do I say this? Why do I know this? Well, my Twitch partner manager said, hey, Kyle, there's this great money pot that you can get money from. Um, your, your brand is hurting. Why don't we try to you know, write me a proposal? We can see if we can get some money from Twitch for some community projects that will work with your stream. Great. I presented this idea. They loved it. But then they came back and they said, Kyle, your viewership's not high enough. And I said, right. That's why you presented this to me as an opportunity. We're on the same page, right? Well, Kyle, we need you to get your audience back to where it was. And I said, but that's not even the number. The number they quoted me wasn't even where I was at. <laughs> they were giving me something higher. They're like, we need you at this. I'm like, but I only get like 120, maybe 150 if I'm super lucky. And then higher if it's like a, some sort of Twitch drops or event thing going on. Didn't like that. They didn't like that. They uh, said, well, that's that. Them's the ropes. And I said, well, okay, you know, how? what else can we look at into, you know, helping out? And this is where the conversation with Twitch partner management falls apart. I started asking really good questions because again, partner, 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 partner. Twitch is kind of perverting the word partner, by the way. Twitch doesn't look at us as partners. They look at us as groomed livestock or something like that. You know, the partner class isn't like a special group of people to Twitch. They don't treat us specially, I think, unless unless you're at the tippy, 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 tippy top. You know, if you're if you're someone that was like around ninjas level back in the day, uh, they care. They probably wipe your butt for you. Maybe. I mean, honestly, maybe. I don't know. It really depends on how money hungry they are, if they're willing to feed you like terrible interns to literally just do whatever they say. Um, Twitch definitely gives off those vibes when you start talking to folks on the interior. So my partner manager was assigned to me because he also was a member of the LGBT community. I thought that was kind of very shoehorn feeling. I admit I didn't like that. I was just like, I just want someone to work with. It doesn't have to be like this very niche angle. And he always kept pushing me to do more diversity content, which we were never opposed to. Yeah, we did a lot of Trevor Project content in the past, but my manager is pushing me in this weird direction that I didn't dig. And so back to this, when I started asking questions, I was like, hey, can we talk to someone from Twitch's like social media team? Um, that'd be great to like pull in some outside advice on some of this stuff, right? And I was just asking questions of that sort, partner. You know, hey, you have resources. I'd love to just, you know, pick the brain of one even for 15 minutes if I can buy him a coffee. And that is where things started to get really, really weird. He started cutting communication as soon as I was asking these questions. And in fact, had a really, 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 really over the top, um, I guess like a, hmm, I guess like a child's temper tantrum or sorts. Like it was weird how it came out of the blue. But so I was asking that question of, you know, oh, can we pick so-and-so's brain? That'd be really cool if we get someone from marketing. I'd love to ask him some questions about maybe running ads for things, da 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 And he goes, you know, not everyone at Twitch is open to your disposal. And uh, you need to stop asking for their blah, 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 blah. And this was just in one phone call, like one, one casual chat. And I went, 
are you okay? Well, I, you just, you know, you're really assuming a lot. And I'm like, what's going on? You seem like you're really hurt. Like something bad is happening here. And he goes, ah, blah, 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 blah. and my partner manager like got off the phone. Like he got off the discord call a few minutes later. So I get into another call with the guy later, about a week later. And I go, hey, so what's going on? You know, you were, you really like, were all about helping us at first. Then you really got these cold feet. He's like, well, I just, uh, and I said, are people at Twitch telling you you can't like help people like this? You know, is that where you're getting pushback? Because this guy was new. He had only been hired for like, I think four months at this point. And he goes, well, I mean, hymns and haws and hymns and haws. And I went, so you are telling me without telling me that you're like actually being restricted from helping us right now. And that is where he got super duper duper sketched. Because I was asking legitimate questions. Questions we should be asking, by the way. Too bad if this is personal. It's not really personal. It's a company. I don't care who you are at the company. That just doesn't matter. Invalid. Don't care. If weird shit's going on and it's affecting us because like we've got partner managers getting involved in our business, trying to push us in certain directions, but we can't figure out where those pushes are coming from. That's a problem to me. You know, you have someone here that's supposed to be your helper. That's literally their name. It's like partner manager. They're here to assist you. And they make themselves very available, so they say. But when push comes to shove, it got super strange. And again, this wasn't asking for anything crazy. So eventually, in one of these last calls with him, I really kind of put the spurs to him, if you will. And I kind of backed him into a verbal wall and started asking him really tough questions about, like, well, you know, you had us do this project, and then you turned around and did this and that and the other. Like, what's going on? Why are you guys, why are you guys dicking us around, for lack of a better word? Why, why is the bar in the sand keep changing? I'm like, you know, is this a thing that you guys are unwilling to help me as a partner because I have less stats now? Well, we don't. But within like a couple months of that, he sent me an email. that said, Kyle, you're no longer being managed by me and use the generic helpline if you need anything. So I just responded back to all was CC'd on that email. My partner managing included. And I said, you guys, this was a terrible experience. I said, so-and-so here, hemmed and hawed dorked us around for what wound up being like two months-ish of like back and forth on this project where they kept having us like rewrite that. Um, what I mentioned earlier, there was like this this outline they wanted to see, a proposal. We had to rewrite that. And it all just left me with this really terrible feeling before he had disconnected from me as a partner manager. I was like, we really are nothing to these guys. Like we are nothing. That was, I hadn't had a partner manager before. So I'd always felt like, you know, okay, I must not be that important. But when I got one, and then for him to be super helpful and then see my numbers drop and be super unhelpful. Twitch, you guys don't deserve our respect. You deserve our disrespect, honestly. Like that, that, those actions speak so much louder than words or writing. I mean, you actively deserve our disrespect. You, you are encouraging it by these behaviors. And, and here's what's troubling to me is that this was a case where I was very open with them about, you know, what, what sort of issue I was having. You know, I was being canceled by these trolls. It was very obvious. He knew he even put some protection on my account so it couldn't be like auto banned, uh, which is really, really nice at the time. But that was the, the last of the niceties that they had done. After that point, again, when they saw the numbers, they were like, okay, he's not worth our time. But that's the problem. That isn't partnership right there. To abandon your people the second life isn't going their way is bad. That's bad. That's bad. And, uh, you know, I take a little bit of learning from this, too. You may have noticed, you know, we had another uh, issue. I hosted a, a stream team once before. So there's there's learning in this for me, too, where 
we host this stream team and we had someone go off the deep end and start and spout and all kinds of bad stuff on social media about a different company. Um, and we didn't want to have that negative look on our team. We were really worried about how that reflected on us. In hindsight, I do think that I should have probably spent some more time trying to maybe see that guy's point of view. He had had a reputation of that, so it wasn't like going to go away overnight. But this is really, I, I learned something about when you're calling someone a partner and what all that means, where that line in the sand is. We're going through this larger conversation of cancel culture. We're seeing it get really, really changed by politics in the U.S. But um, cancel culture before the 2021 election was really something to talk about with celebrities almost only. It didn't really wasn't a political thing uh, or very rare. Like, yeah, if you're here and you know about social media, you're probably aware it's huge, huge, huge thing on YouTube with getting everyone taken offline. And it has big problems logically. Like there's there is good to cancel culture, but there's also just as equal bad. It is a tool. And just like a gun, a tool can be used to defend uh, you know, or it can be used to attack. Uh, and so phew, cancel culture right there in a nutshell, right? It can be used to defend victims who are genuinely being victimized. But it can also be used to turn against people you don't like and just want to see knocked down a peg. We see that a lot, too. So there's just a conversation to be had there about, like, personal responsibility. And so when we tie that back into the Twitch thing, it was very, very, very uncomfortable to be shooed out the door by them so forcefully. So, like, what is my purpose with Twitch in the future? I don't know yet. I'm enjoying streaming on their Wednesday nights. I would never in a million years lift my finger for a Twitch staffer. Lick my butthole would be my answer to that. Like, no. Nope. Get out. Whoever you are, just leave. Because I'm at that point with the platform. It's such a disheartening thing to see this happen to a lot of friends that I had a year or so ago. It's unfortunate to have it happen to me, but it's unfortunate to see a lot of other people kind of get picked up in that swindly kind of vibe they have going on, which is, hey, we're your friend. And then, no, we're not. Now you're in the trash. So be careful, everyone out there. Don't yield your stream content for anyone. Don't change who you are. It's something I struggle with on Twitch. Because I want the numbers that I had before. I want the money I had before. But those wants are up against greater needs. And with that, I would really double down on the need to be respected. That's huge. Respect is missing from streamers almost across the board. From the platforms that abuse us the audiences that they encourage to abuse us. I've argued here before that I think Twitch is a very unhealthy environment with the instant gratification sort of thing. But my blame doesn't lie on the 12-year-old who's just stumbled on Twitch. It lies with the fact that we have Twitch and many other social media networks who refuse to uphold their own protection policies for the people on their platform. If they say no harassing in the con, you know, in the, the user agreement, they very rarely care about harassment. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I really don't get it. Well, money. Money, advertising, I suppose, is the answer. You know, if you take someone off your platform, like if you're Twitter 
and you ban someone, that is one less account that can see those ads. Same with Twitch, one less account that can see those ads. And, and obviously someone else's answer is, well, Kyle, but they could just use a, a VPN and you know IP around it and all that. You are right, you know, an IP ban can be gotten around. That doesn't mean we don't stop trying. That doesn't mean we don't stop trying. Bad behavior on Twitch, again, has always gotten a free pass. And as we see that happen on all these other platforms, like with the cancel culture stuff and like receiving real death threats, the fact that those accounts weren't shut down, they weren't deleted almost instantaneously is a problem for us as content creators. It sets the onus on us to protect ourselves or to leave, right? If, if you don't like the, if you don't like feeling unsafe on Twitch, your options are invest in personal security or quit. Do you have a third option? Is there a third one? You could appeal to Twitch and they'll go tell you to suck your thumb in the corner. You could appeal to Twitch and if you're a female streamer, you might get one of those other people that's real sexist on the board, tells you to suck something else. And those exist too. We do exist on a platform that was fundamentally founded on misogyny and sexism. Look back at the OG Twitch days. Twitch needs to be held accountable now more than ever. As they continue to push and push and push and push and push streamers into the corner, we need to push back harder than ever before. Force Twitch onto the defensive. Again, they keep us there because it's safe for them. Companies like social media giants like to keep us on the defensive, again, because we're grateful when we get a handout. It's time to take that back. Twitch, it's time to end your exclusivity contracts because honestly, I'd end my partner contract with you and I would just as easily move to YouTube. Why? Because you've done nothing to keep me there. When I was struggling and hurt at my worst, you did nothing. You did not a single thing. In fact, you did worse than not doing anything. You removed the few things of support that you actually had given me. So Twitch, on this Father's Day, I give you a huge middle finger and say, not only should you be doing better, but we demand you do better because you are coming to be irrelevant as a platform. You're not really growing. Your communities are shrinking or the same that they were pre-pandemic. So what's going on? It's not us. It's you. Stay safe out there, everybody. Don't get bullied. Don't let them push you around. And I'll catch you very soon. Hey, join our Gilded server, gilded.gg forward slash RPN. Want to talk about cool people. This is not sponsored, but gosh, it sounds like it. Gilded did a super cool thing. Remember how Discord also took away partnerships last year? Mine was. They took mine away. They, uh, it wasn't anything personal, but there was, again, a whole, like, well, you don't have enough people in your server. Uh, you're not keeping up with these, like, minimum chat requirements. By partnership, took it all away. You D-bags. They were doing that before I'd gotten canceled. That was on the horizon. Those things were getting pushed out two or three months before. And honestly, then I was scared. I was terrified about that chat metric system. Got to have X amount of new people every day. Got to have X amount of chat going on the server every week. Blah, blah, blah. Gilded came along and did something really, really stand up. And that is that they were honoring people's Discord partnership over on Gilded. I had used Gilded back in 2018. Uh, I had actually at that point, like not needed a use for it around 2019. So I drifted away. While I was gone, they improved their service so much. It's like Discord on steroids. It's got all your normal chat rooms and stuff like that, but more. Things for organizing your calendar. Uh, it has little forum stuff built in. It's got photo libraries and much more. We've been doing a lot on there, including streaming for uh, some of our bonus content for members. If you're interested, come over. Gilded.gg forward slash RPN. It's a great place to be. Super welcoming community. Tolerates no bullshit. Have 
fun. We got games going on like Seven Days to Die for our Seven Days to Die podcast. We got the Stellaris Emergency Broadcast podcast there, Valheim bulletins going on, and our paranormal shows like Chaos and Shadow and Pagan's Witchy Corner. Go check it out. Got our background area for members. If you want to see the behind the scenes stuff, that's for you. Revelatornetwork.com forward slash subscribe. Thank you for bearing with me as we have a weird, weird schedule, at least until August. Once I get settled into the house, I'm going to try and find a day of the week that this show regularly comes out on. Until then, just enjoy the random smattering of it. Let your friends know it's back. And most of all, turn on notifications. Spotify has those and a couple other players. So check, see if it has it. Turn those notifications on. That way you never miss a single one. Go subscribe to the rest of the shows up in the network. And I will talk to you very soon.